0: We good? We're good. Okay. I'm Elsa. And I'm Nathan. And we're going to talk about tips for reading the Bible. So whether you've read the Bible so many times or you've never picked it up before, there are some tips. And Nathan, you have some tips for That's us. That's right. That will help us to get more out of it. I, sh- I sure hope so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So hit us with your first tip.
1: Tip number one, I say don't read the Bible alone. Okay. Um, so oftentimes we get you know obviously i'm not saying don't don't read the bible alone like read it read it with other people as much as possible discuss it use other tools get other insights on on the scripture when we when we read the bible alone we have the tendency to come to strange conclusions
0: yeah can you give us an example of a time that you read the bible in community and it worked it helped
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, how about I start with like a time that I read the Bible alone, alone and, and it. it went badly. Yeah. Okay, so a, a scripture that I've seen really banded about all the time is like Jeremiah 29 verse 11. And I actually mm-hmm. preached on Jeremiah 29 11 when I was in high school. I taught my youth group off of this, nice. off of this scripture. And I thought like I was giving them something because I went to the next verse. Right. Yeah. Like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is like, um, uh, for I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord. "Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future." And then the next part's like, "And then you'll turn to me and, and serve me when you serve me with your whole heart," or some, something along those lines. Yeah. And I was like, oh, "I'm going to talk about that," and yeah. and I really did not know what that scripture was talking about. It wasn't until later that somebody came along and, and gave me context around that, um, where I was I was listening to to. Um, other people teaching it, where I was discussing it in community, um, and and it really started to mm. come alive. Um, Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven is a scripture that we can live by, but it has to be um, worked out in community, read in context, and uh, and more fully understood.
0: Yeah, I think I did that with Jeremiah twenty nine.
1: I think a lot of people like have
0: wrote it in my journal, you know, and yeah, then put it on corrected. your mirror. yeah, right. <laughs> Like somebody was like, "No, this is actually what it means. This is the wider concept. So have you had good experiences of like where community has helped you?
1: Absolutely. Uh, all the time, I mean, i'm I'm a pastor. I've got a d- degree in divinity. But every time I bring a a, a passage to my connect group, and mm-hmm. and there's all sorts of different varied backgrounds and 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 people in my in my small group that I discuss scripture with every week, I throw a bunch of eyes on it and ask questions and then all of a sudden there's the, there's, there's all these new points that come out of the scripture. And yeah. so of course I'm reading the Bible alone on my own, but I bring these scriptures, these key texts into the context of community and all sorts of stuff starts to come out. Um,
0: people just make it better.
1: People do make it better. And it, it was a book that was always, I mean, I think of like New Testament letters. Paul would write these letters to mm. churches and they were supposed to be read aloud. All in one sitting. Yeah. And then probably discuss, like, all right, what are we going to do about this in light of Paul's writing? How now should we live?
0: Yeah. They're not just supposed to be like, find by yourself. Yeah. That's good. I like that. So
1: much of the Old Testament is oral tradition. It was passed down. It was told by, you know, grannies and grandpas to their kids. Um, Again, groups of
0: people, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So reading in community. Don't do it alone.
1: Don't do it alone.
0: Tip number two
1: got to consider context. Context, okay. just like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven again, um, the the context of that is that they're in exile. Jeremiah is writing to yeah. people who are in exile, and um and he's actually saying um, this other prophet is saying you're going to get out of exile in two years is uh, totally wrong. It's actually going to be seventy years in exile. before like, like, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Man. You're going to die in exile. Um, it wasn't immediately good news to the, to the hearers, but his remedy to that situation was move into the city, get jobs, um, plant gardens, start to plan to be there for a long time. It's going to be all right. I'm going to bring you out. I've got good news for you. I've got a good plan yeah. for you.
0: So with the context, it is banter. Yeah, in general.
1: it yeah. is. It's a richer story. It's not just like God is generally wishing you good news or, or good good vibes or something, Yeah, it's that he's got a big plan for you. And even if it really sucks right now, he's going to bring you out. He's going to bring you through.
0: Yeah. Context. context. Is there anything, are there any like wider context tips that you can give us in terms of like, as we're first coming to the Bible?
1: Yeah. So the Bible is one big narrative. Um, from beginning all the way through to the end, it is one big, one big narrative. And we've got to know how each of the bits of our Bible fits into that narrative. Um, yeah. Our Bibles are not in chronological order. Um, yeah. They're kind of more chunked out in um, in genre. And it's also really important to consider genre when, when we're approaching the scriptures. We don't read the Psalms the way that we do like Kings and mm-hmm. Chronicles, which are more historic books, Kings and Chronicles. Psalms is a book of po- poetry. It's supposed yeah. to elicit like some poetry. sort of, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to elicit some response from you and you're supposed to get emotionally involved in it um proverbs are pieces of wisdom they're not promises i've seen so many people claim the proverbs as promises they're not they're generally um uh, good advice yeah right
0: but don't like assume that it's for you necessarily in that moment
1: yes yeah, uh, yeah. like proverbs sometimes say uh, to reprove a fool like correct a fool and another time it says don't don't correct a fool well yeah when do you correct a fool when do you not correct a fool? That's depends
0: well, on the context.
1: You got to you got to apply it in context.
0: Depends on the context. Okay, so that's number 2. What's your tip number 3?
1: Tip number 3 is to understand that the Bible is not about you.
0: Ooh. But surely I'm supposed to read it so it can <laughs> help me be a better Christian, Nathan.
1: Yeah, um, and it and it will, especially when we understand that the Bible is not um, good advice. It's not supposed to be. Um, uh, I've heard the the B I B L E. Yeah. Basic instructions like, before leaving earth.
0: That's basic youth group.
1: That's what that's what the youth group teaches. Yeah. And I'd have to say that the youth group is kind of wrong on that yeah. one, and. Um, and so we, we oftentimes like to approach the Bible like it's full of these heroes um, and that we're supposed to emulate. Mm. Um, and that's what our Sunday school taught us. You know, Be like Abraham. Be like Noah. Be like yeah, David.
0: They were good guys.
1: What you discover is all these guys they were really guys. rotten. Um, David, you know, cheats on his wife uh, with his friend's wife and then has his friend killed yeah. to cover his adultery.
0: Not good advice. It gets Noah, murky.
1: Uh, you know, after the flood thing happens, he gets drunk and has some sort of illicit encounter with his son that yeah. cannot be written about. Yeah, um, Abraham pimps his wife out, not once, but twice, uh, yeah. gives his mistakes. wife away to other men so that he can get get off with something. They're not good guys, but they do serve God. And God uses their messed up life to bring about the life of Jesus, to bring about redemption in the world. Um, to save people, and he, and so he uses these messed up people for his ultimate good and his ultimate purpose,
0: yeah, so we, how should we read the Bible when we're reading about these people? Like why do we read about Abraham? Why do we read about these these characters?
1: They're always pointing to Jesus. Um, when Jesus rises from the dead, there's this incredible story of Jesus walking along the road to Emmaus in Luke chapter 24. Mm -hmm. And he's walking with some disciples that don't recognize him. And it says that he explains to them about how all of scripture was pointing to Jesus and how he had to suffer and die to save them. And then in Luke 24, a little bit later, he opens their minds to the scriptures so they can understand the scriptures. So this is, this is the tip that Jesus would give his disciples. Yeah, here's how you read the Bible. It's, it's about all me. about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. and so I'd be I would be amiss to not use the tip that Jesus gave his disciples. Let's listen to Jesus,
0: and like in in height and as you go on, then it becomes it affects your life, but it's not primarily.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So the the fundamental difference is that rather than reading the Bible as good advice. Yeah, a book about what you should do, and let's be honest, like every every diet. Every guru has yeah. a lot of good advice. There's a lot of stuff that I should be doing that Slightly you should be doing.
0: seems more relevant advice a lot of the time. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, um, a, a diet will tell you, here's what, exactly what you should eat. Yeah. You know? Um, and Jesus doesn't have that sort of good advice for me. What, what is this? It's good yeah. news. It's saying that the King of Kings and Lord of Lords has come and saved you. Uh, what do we do in light of that? Well, we change everything. We change everything about our life. Yeah. But um, and that is uh, not good advice but it's not good advice.
0: So that was tip number three. What is tip number four?
1: Tip number four, I'd say you got to consider aesthetics. Like where are you reading your Bible? When are you reading your Bible? Do you enjoy the Bible that you're reading? Um, there's a lot of like little things that we can do. Uh, to just make
0: it more pleasurable. Just,
1: just make it a bit nicer. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some people will only have so much time and so we'll have to be, you know, reading on their phone, on the train, into work, Um, others you got to get it in your ears on your on your drive into 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 work and i get that like but if at all possible find a moment in your day that you can slow down yeah find a moment in your day find
0: a comfortable place
1: yeah uh find a bible that you enjoy reading i i really encourage people to read paper bibles and i know like you're uh, so old-fashioned i'm i'm just being an old old fart but i think that it's it's right uh excuse me i think that it's Helpful. I would not yeah. say it's right. It's not like no, there's a right way, Yeah. but it's helpful. Um, when you're flipping back and forth between contexts, you you know where you are. Yes.
0: I like reading books in um, in like a Kindle, but I don't like reading the Bible in it because you don't know where you are, you don't understand how it fits.
1: Yeah. You but... don't know uh, how, uh, are you at the front of the book mm-hmm. or at the back of the book? It's, yeah. It's hard to tell. Um, it's useful, but... Also, over time, when you're reading a paper Bible, you're going to leave little marks. Um, even if you – a lot of people talk about underlining and you got to have this color highlighter. Yeah. Sure. If that works for you, personally, I just like I read with a pen. I draw in my bi- – or I, I underline so yeah. circle cool and whatnot. I don't have like a key or anything like that.
0: Some people paint them.
1: Yeah. Whatever, you like know.
0: find your way of interacting with Certainly. it,
1: right? Yeah. But but do interact with it and it's, let, it, let it envelop you in yeah. some way. So do consider those aesthetics.
0: Are there any translations that people should go for? Hmm. Is that like, as part of aesthetics, that's part of your choice in like what you're reading?
1: Absolutely. So I think there's a lot of good translations out there. Um, yeah. On the more word-for-word word kind of uh, literal translations side, you've got um, the ESV, I think is a really great translation, the English yeah. standard version. Um,
0: personal favorite.
1: That, that is my personal favorite. Um, yours? Probably. Um, so you've got the word for word translations. Then in the yeah. middle, you've got like um, more thought for thought translations. A great one there is the NIV, um, which it's a I classic. also
0: have. It's a classic.
1: Every you gotta have one. Yep. <laughs> uh, you're moving towards um, more paraphrase um, out of thought for thought into paraphrase. You've got the NLV, I think the New Living T. I- NLT, the it's New the NLT. Living Translation. Yeah. And um, that one's just beautiful like it's really fun to read.
0: It's more like about the poetic language, right? They've made it nice to read in English.
1: It is. And it's I think it's written at a much more approachable sort of like yeah. 5th grade, 6th grade kind of level as opposed to I don't know exactly. As opposed to are. words
0: that we don't use anymore. Yeah. Some of them. Probably, are doesn't written, like. yeah. <laughs> probably
1: doesn't say propitiation. No yeah. Probably doesn't. NIV I'm pretty sure it does. In ASB, I grew up reading the New American Standard Bible. That one definitely uses words like propitiation, substitution. Yeah. You
0: gotta have like a dictionary beside it.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like somebody put a dictionary through a blender. Yeah. And just just it kind of makes sense, but it mostly it's just hard to read.
0: Yeah. And it's just good to know what you're reading, right? Know if Certainly. you're reading a more literal one, know if you're reading a more poetic paraphrase one.
1: Yeah. And uh but more than anything, like the best translation is just the one that you read the one yeah. that you can connect with. Now, on the far end, on the like, the the paraphrase sort of end, there's the message, and that one's a lot of fun. Um, I don't think it should be a Christian's only interaction with Scripture. Yes. Um, however, it, if you've been reading the Bible for a while, if you're in a dry patch, if you just want a brand-new, fresh perspective on something, pick yeah. it up. It's 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 a lot of fun to read.
0: Yeah, terrible in the Psalms. It's not good for people You don't like the Psalms. No, just in the message. It just reads like... <laughs> It just reads like terrible because it's not poetic language, but it reads other parts really well. Like the letters are very good in it. Fair enough.
1: Fair enough.
0: So let's go back through your four tips.
1: Four tips are.
0: One, don't do it alone. (laughs) (laughs) Two, read it in context. Three, uh, the Bible's not about you, it's about Jesus. And four, consider your aesthetics. Time, place, translation.
1: That's what I've got. That's it. Hopefully it can help people. And then as we go along, uh, we're going through a series. Yeah. This is like the start of something where we're going to go through the Bible and kind of look at it as a narrative, as it unfolds um, chronologically. Yeah. Um, and talk about each, each um, not each chapter, but like kind of each broad brush. And to help
0: you not do it alone.
1: Help people not do it alone. Yeah. Help
0: them do it in context.
1: Yeah. And so we're going to be looking at how we how we can do this. Now, we're not going to help you find your favorite armchair.
0: Nope. That's on you.
1: But hopefully um, find a bit more of an understanding of where these books came from and how we can approach them today. Maybe even get into some application. We live in New York City. It's a great place to apply scripture into our modern lives.
0: Yeah. Great. Let's read our Bibles.
1: Let's go. Let's Let's go do it. it.